How's life? Yeah, good. Just sold uh, someone else's vehicle just cool. then. <laughs> I think that's called theft. <laughs> but it wasn't. Um, okay. It did look. It did look very dodgy though. And the As girl rocking up in the car park and trying to sell someone else's car for you. So why did you think I was in a car park? Well, that's where you do all car sales. No, I just did it from home, Nick. But I was actually let them come to your house. Yeah. Is that bad? Uh, Michael, that's how you get a murder. I let them in my house. She was sitting right here. She wouldn't shut up, though, to be honest. I I think if she's going to kill me with anything, it's going to be... I think we really clicked. Oh, I was getting a bit of a vibe from her. I'm not going to lie. Oof. You do well with the older middle-aged ladies, eh? It wasn't... Why did you assume she was middle-aged? Your, your assumptions are just you. whack today. What? She was probably 26. <laughs> Why is that funny? I don't know. Just it didn't, didn't match my expectations. Yeah, it didn't match mine as well. Her name was Tanya as well. Tanya. So, yeah, so that threw me off because I was expecting what you were expecting cause given her name was Tanya. Anyway... And I was selling the car on behalf of my friend because she couldn't be fucked. And it was actually also Did registered. Did No, I got to use the vehicle in the interim. That was okay. the payment. Um, and it was actually in, so I was selling it for her and it was actually registered in her mum's name. But she doesn't have the same name as her mum because she's been divorced Hmm. Um, so it was a whole thing. And then this girl was like, she'd done her research, which was really annoying. <laughs> and she, <clears throat> she, she was like, kept saying, this seems dodgy. This seems dodgy. And I was like, at, so at one point I was just like, look, I know that it seems dodgy, but that's not my fault. I don't want to be here. I don't want you to be here. Just if you want it, take it. If you don't, then leave. I don't care. Yeah. And then that, that was weird. That was enough. the authentic thing. And then you became besties. <laughs> That's that's what she, when you admitted yeah. that you had no interest in anything that was currently happening, you finally connected. That's what that's what honestly sold her the car because she came to see it last week, and yeah. I was like, I'm going to be 100 honest with you. I've been given a reserved price. She's not going to go be like uh, below that. I don't really have a dog in this fight. Do you want it or not? That's basically <laughs> what happened. Um, yeah, so that got done. That was a weird. I was glad that's over. Yeah, I'll bet. And you're alive. Uh-huh. Yeah. And now, for a seamless edit. A little drunker. You are. A little, a little wiser. <laughs> can I tell you? Um, can I? <laughs> can I show you what I've done? So I have a, yeah. a cup of tea, obviously. Oh. Which is quite nice. You're drinking a beer, which is very unusual. And it actually, it just says beer. <laughs> it, it is a beer. <laughs> that's like that's the kind of uh, product label. What a terrible fucking pour. What are you doing? Do you, no, do bring that up is? again. Bring up you, the beer. Bring do you know up what the this beer. is? Hold up the glass. Don't get. Don't hide it off. Wait, you're going to make fun you of my mother, <laughs> Hold up the glass. How does it set up? Put it, exactly. Put it into fucking shot so I can... Terrible. <laughs> the unbelievable amount of head on that oh. glass. Well, you can talk. Okay. Um, Feels like that had undertones. <laughs> um, um, this is so it's so hipster that it's gone to like just IKEA kind of shit. Um, 
Yeah, it is. It is so plain as to be almost reminiscent of a sitcom where they couldn't like license a proper beer brand, so they've just totally. printed off their own can labels to yeah. make sure people know what they're drinking without it actually being infringing on any copyrights. I kind of love it though, to be honest. Yeah, and what does it taste like? It's it's good. It's it's by a, a it's actually a New Zealand uh, uh, small brewery called Garage Project. You probably heard of them. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, so they Based do that. In Manarewa. Um, they actually, it is. A, it's just like a straightforward beer, but you get what you uh, you get what you see, and it's <laughs> it is yeah. what it is. What type of beer is it? Oh, you know, straightforward. Yeah, I mean, that's, oh yeah, like a like a lager. No, it's just sort of like d- default. Well, one could argue that lager is default, Nick. Oh, let's oh, not get into that. But anyhow. Oh. Let me let me um, let me show you the counterpoint as we now begin our conversation at 10 p.m. over here. I've got my second cup of tea for the evening. <laughs> Gone wild. Got your and second then, wind as well. Second wind, yeah. Yeah. And and I'll show you how I'm getting onto that. Um, how I'm going to make the most of that wind, the sailboat upon which this podcast will travel. It is with Jesus. Four sour gummy worms. Nice. And a square of M and M's fruit and nut chocolate. Because and I still want to get my uh, like my fruit kick just for the day. Part of me just hoped you said uh, four sour worms, a bit of Kit Kat, whatever that was, and this pill of ecstasy. Please don't do that. <laughs> Please don't do that, Nick. It's not funny. You've got a pop because you don't eat a gummy into the pop filter, Nick. Is it? Can you hear it? <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> it just seems like you're laughing a little bit. No, no. I, I'm laughing at the, the, like, you making me have this reaction. Like, that's funny, <laughs> but the fact that you're doing it is not actually funny. Hey, at the end of the day, a laugh's a laugh, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. That's the Michael Zabrecki method. Hey, if they yeah. laugh, they laugh. I knew you'd throw that back in my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. How was your business meeting? It was really good. It was very intense. Oh. I learned a lot of things about a system I'd never seen before. So oh, really? I hope that I can remember half of that. You, so did you get the job? Hmm. Got it. Yeah, just got a job That's in good. between the start of this podcast and like minute two. Fuck yeah. Yeah. It's like a what's freelance job for everyone. Like I'm, I'm staying. I'm staying put. I'm in Christchurch. What's, what's the gig? What's the gig? I will be. I actually don't know if, how much of that I can disclose. But I Ooh. will see what the contract says and edit it out if necessary. Um, I am going to be doing some translation on a video game called The Sinking City. So I'll be... Tran- What's translation? So it's like I'm going to be proofreading and... Uh, so it, it is a uh, Ukrainian ooh, uh, oh, video hello. game developer who are making a, a game and they... Uh, bilingual and they've written uh, story and dialogue and um, interactions with characters in this game world Uh, but before it gets released it gets um, run past the eyes and rewritten by native English speakers, namely me so I will be going through the script of this, uh, 30,000 words I believe is what they have assigned to me Um, and going through and making sure all of the dialogue and interactions make sense and adding you know, rephrasing it if it doesn't and, and adding character and double-checking and proofreading and everything. You know those jobs that you hear about and you're just like, how the fuck do you get that job? Yeah. 
That's you. Yeah. I what don't know fuck? how I got this job how? either. But what will, the fuck is that? Look, if, if all goes well, and, and history suggests it may not, given the life of a freelancer, but assuming that this uh, is seen to completion, I will be credited in the credits of the game as one of the writers slash translators peoples. So, yeah, my first video you, game writing played, thing, That's kind of cool. Do you get to play the game beforehand or something? Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to play it beforehand, but I'll be able to see all of it beforehand, which is kind of interesting. See the That's development a- from behind the scenes. And, yeah, I can imagine that there's a half half a chance they might send me a copy of it. That's a, that's a right up your alley, that job. Mm-hmm. Good on you. Well, thank you. Yeah. Proud so, of you. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Aww, I'm proud of you as well. I didn't. Wearing that okay. beautiful beanie. Yeah. Welcome to D4, everybody. This is a, a sheer delight, you know? I feel like it's nice to get into uh, this kind of comfortable weekly recording rhythm again. It's been a while since we've I was just thinking sort of been that... back to back, you know? I feel been... pretty de- delighted yeah. right now. Like, yeah. 9 uh, 9. So, yeah. Oh, give him give give your all. 9 9. That's my Terry Crews. Oh, uh, don't. Uh, come back to me. This is a uh, this is a podcast. We uh, talk some shit, and we look. I don't know. You're going to have to work we it out for really, yourself this week. Sitting much. through the internet no. with me, saying hi to the microphone, Michael Zabrecki. How the bloody hell are ya? Perfect. And my name's Nick Heineck. Hi. Gosh, what an exciting week. And contrary a lot to happening, contrary to everyone's expectations. We're not just churning this out to get to 100. This is going to be a valid and important episode of Deep Four. Well, we Go basically down in the are. Annals. Yeah, basically we've done are. it quickly. We wanted to get it through. Yeah. Um, you never yeah, know. Did you, so did you, um, did you read that script that I sent you? I actually, I still can't fucking get it. I still don't have it. I don't I have I literally it. just sent you like the email of it. When? When? How? Like last night. I, I don't have it. Okay, let me have a look it up again. Oh shit! Think, I'm sorry. Yeah, there's an email attachment there. Should we should we read it? Okay, I'm gonna read it fresh now for the first time. So, no. but before I read okay. it, um, just give me give 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 us the pitch. What's the idea here? Okay, so I sent you a message yesterday because I had no, I had an idea uh, while I was sitting just by myself on the couch that we could do like a mock kind of video uh, to promote our hundredth episode coming up. Sure, get some and, groundswell. And uh, I just. I didn't really hear back from you because you kind of said, uh, let me think about it. And I didn't really know if you said, if you meant, I'll think about, like, even if I want to do this or <laughs> I've, or if I'm going to think about, like, some ideas. So I had no idea. And I, I wanted to play it cool. So I was just like, yeah, yeah, In the meantime. Try not to, like, <laughs> try to just tamp down the sadness and worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, fine. Go, no, he's probably, he's, he's probably, he, no, he, he definitely likes it. He just, he wants... <laughs> He just he's thinking of ideas of, like he he wants to contribute. It's good. It's fine. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah. Um so in that in that time, uh, I got really excited I sent you the message in a frenzy of excitement already because that's just how my brain operates. Uh-huh. And uh I after sending you that message, I typed up I got I typed up for about 2 minutes 
whatever came into my head as uh-huh. the start of a script. Uh-huh. So it's it's a piece of shit, but okay, no, but I think uh, and continue the story, which is that you then tried to send it to me on Google Docs, yeah. and I literally spent probably 15, 20 minutes going back and forth with you as you sent me and links, resent yeah. the link, trying to get it to open, and I couldn't. I couldn't read the fucking thing. I don't know what Google Docs was doing. It seemed like it should be working, but I just couldn't get it to load. Um, yeah. And what I hadn't realized is that last night you sent an email which had the attachment, which I missed. So now okay. I'm going to do a cold reading of Michael's uh, Get High for <laughs> Episode 100 script. Yeah, okay? let's do it. I can see it's, it. got, it's, got, um, it's got characters. Okay, so... Yeah. Do you know... Okay, now, Nick, this is probably something you don't know that okay. I do know. Uh-huh. Um, the most important about part about a script uh-huh. is that it's in Korea new that's, font. That's exactly right. If it's not in Korea new, it's not a script. So Yep. Alright. That's the rules. Um, um, do you want me to be me or and you be you? Uh you know what? I kinda yeah. wanna be Michael. No. I kinda wanna no, be Michael. Don't be Michael. No, you don't want to be me. Okay. You don't want to be me, mate. <laughs> I think that's telling you. multiple situations. <laughs> but okay. So what? Uh Michael's right. phone rings brackets science news ringtone that's true to life it's nick i'll put my phone up okay moshi moshi hey bro it's shay drizzle shade shake redemption long time no smell it's just how we talk samesies dude man dude dude man i've just realized our 100th episode is rapidly approaching and we need to talk about what the fuck we're going to do for it this is the big time bitch this is what separates the boys from the men the baby from the bathwater the caitlin jenner from the bruce that's offensive i thought we were still early 90s plenty of time you're an idiot do say okay that. well let's talk ideas what did they do for the 100th episode of friends i think that was the one where ross accidentally sent rachel's mum a dick pic Silly Ross. So that's yeah, it what does I just came up end, with as a start. It does. So. It ends quite abruptly. Well, if I'm it's honest. not. It wasn't an end. I just ran out of you know um, motivation to continue. <laughs> sure. So it so does that, end abruptly in that sense. Yeah. I have a couple of notes. Yeah. I, I appreciate uh, the fact that you're trying to be inclusive to my newfound New Zealand citizenship, but I don't often introduce myself on a telephone call by saying. Hey bro, it's Shay Drizzle. Is that is that like an thought, ethnic thing, or I, did you I just thought, are you cooling me up a bit for mainstream audiences? I thought that could be just you know a good point of humour where every every time we talk to each other, we're we're using a label for each other. Sure, you know we've got I mean? that kind of friendship where we've always got a new nickname. It's just like yeah. bam. What is he going for this week? Uh, Shawshank Redemption nod. Shade, Shade Shank Redemption. Uh, yeah, I was, I was just saying what the reference was. Shade, Shade Shank yeah. Redemption. And then yeah. Long Time No Smell. Yeah, that was my favourite part, to be honest. <laughs> hey, every writer has a favourite line, and, and I'm yeah. glad that I found yours. <laughs> to be honest, I came up with Long Time No Smell before anything and built the script around it. <laughs> it does feel fundamental to the character of Michael. Yeah. Uh, so I think you've actually captured that spirit quite well. And you are smelly. Yeah. I, I guess it, it it feels a little bit incomplete, and I appreciate the fact that you just got bored and stopped. Uh, but <laughs> is it like, 
What's the end point of this? Are, are we, like, is a script? Are we meant to be like brainstorming ideas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so that we're just going to go back and forth, and and pick something to do to promote. But the, ironically, that conversation itself was going to be sort of the video that we would then share. So that was just kind of. I just did that because I thought it would be fun exercise to do, and I had nothing to do. Uh-huh. Um, um, I think it would be a fun thing, you know, to um, to to make for the episode. I think uh-huh. it would be fun, uh-huh. and I, you know, I'll get Emma to film on my end. You get someone to, you know, but we need a script first, obviously. But I yeah. think it would be fun. You're not into it. Uh, maybe, maybe it's just you know, it's maybe it's my Thursday brain. Mm. I'm 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 just not sure what kind of audience is going to watch this and think yeah nick, nick why are we suddenly why are we suddenly asking that question after 100 episodes <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I look i i i defer to your uh, understanding of our lack of audience look, okay uh, so also i had another question about that because okay. you have a you know a lot more experience with it than I do, given that what my experience is, is what we just read. Um, <laughs> okay, so is, is you coming to me for some script advice, is that what you're saying? You want some notes? Not, not necessarily notes, but just like method notes. Like how, like what's the best way to write a script? Because I've heard, I, I listen a lot to um, the Duplass brothers, um, who they're probably my favourite screenwriters, and I've heard them talk about their process, and they... Um, <laughs> Fuck, I just realized the <laughs> what? what I'm doing. Okay. No, go. Anyway. I, I I feel like we just caught you in a moment of sudden self horror as you <laughs> yes. listened to yourself yes. speaking and wondered what had happened. You did, you did, you did. But I'm not um, quite sure why, because I was quite invested until you suddenly no, no, no. I distracted just realized... yourself. No, it's it's my own demons that I'm <laughs> laughing at. <laughs> um, Mark Duplass and Jay Duplass, they 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 say that their process is um, they will kind of they will write a uh, a scene each and then pass it to the other, and the other person will rewrite what they have done. So uh, I don't know I don't know how um, writing as like I'm just curious to know how how your um, writing process goes when you do that kind of thing. Well, I haven't really co-written with many things. I think the closest right. I've come to is probably working with Luke on a couple of short films where we'd go back and forth with drafts. But would um, you be in the same room? No. So that was that was that was the reason why we were going back and forth. I have written but- with other people like for the um, 48 hour film festival and that sort of thing. And, but you're in the same room right. and, and even the stuff that I'm doing with even grace at the moment that where we tend to be talking about it before it ever ends up on paper. Right. So we are in the, in the live moment, talking, discussing, saying a line, reworking a line. And then only once we're kind of agree on it, does it go onto the page? But and someone's, then, someone's coming up with an original skeleton though. Yeah. But again, that happens in a group sense between like it would happen as a conversation for the most part before we got to that point. And, and every, every phase of the writing includes going back and rereading what you've done and 
most you know set- sessions that I'd um, do with even grace, we'd start by rereading the the act prior to where we've finished um, last time, so that we can get ourselves back in the zone of what we'd what we'd written and what we we're working towards. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for the most part, those ones tend to be collaborative to the line, like to the to the moment when we're writing it down. Um, and I've only done sort of the back and forth scene swap thing um, a couple of times, which right. is okay. It just it actually feels sometimes more difficult than just being there at the same time, which I suppose isn't really a surprise. Um, But sending away kind of in a vacuum and handing it off to someone else, if you, if you're not like brothers, I guess, (laughs) like the Duplass brothers, um, you probably have to do a bit of effort to explain what your thought process was. Right. Otherwise it's kind of devoid of context or intention a little bit, Mm. which can be productive but also can be a, a roadblock. Yeah. Interesting. But I mean, you, you'd kind of have some idea of the same thing when you're working on brokers tracks, right? It's the same kind of idea. You'd just plug along and you'd do your version of a song and you'd send it off to David or whatever. And then they'd fiddle around and add some stuff or listen and suggest changes and send it back. Right. Yeah. I guess there was a version of that, but it's, I think it was with that is probably more along the lines of, me just writing out a script and then having changes made, you know, here and there. But even I would approve those changes. That sounds very... You mean in... You're using the word script, but you mean <laughs> Yeah, yeah, song as in, a metaphor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Transposing that, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, I don't know. I haven't really had that much uh, experience collaborating. Sure. Collaborating and, and creating. This was probably not a very constructive first session. I apologise. Uh, I mean, I've learned a lot, and look, I'm happy with my script, and I'm pretty. Sh- I'm pretty. I'm. I th- I'm gonna go ahead and make no changes. I'm gonna make that call right now. <laughs> it's, I appreciate your self confidence. After speaking, after speaking to you, I'm yeah. gonna go ahead and say no changes. Hey, the no. most important thing that a uh, aspiring artist can do is ignore the people that say their shit and keep trying. Um, that's my motto. That's my motto. We are, and that's my advice. That's my advice to young kids for when they ask me, which really? they will. Yeah. Give me one second. Um, did you hey, send? You're you see? Yeah. Oh, I nice. I just did you hear that? I just knew that. Yeah. Um. You gotta go grab your your thing. Did out you see that jalapeno mac and cheese that I was getting cracking on? Looks yeah. fucking good, doesn't? Oh, you're not into it. I'm just uh, look. I, it's got absolutely no, yours. Looks like a very good mac and cheese. I've just never been a mac and cheese person. Neither have I, but it's got jalapenos in it. Yeah. And Give you me one love sec. the penis. <laughs> oh, the Michael Penis. Oh, got Ooh. you back there. Got you back, didn't I? Yeah. Give me Michael one Michael Penis is a great actor. Oh, look at that. Look at that. That seems really hot, and you not. I'm not ow, confident in ow, your... Ow, 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 yeah. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> Saw that coming. Oh. Ow. Fuck. 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 That was so hot. I burnt my hand. Please run it under cold water. I'm going to run it under cold water. <laughs> okay. I have another gummy worm. I kid you not, I have learned nothing since I've been, since, I've, since the age of three. 
I've I literally yesterday. I'm not even I'm not even exaggerating. This is embarrassing. I don't know why I would exaggerate this. I had a stove. I had put the stove on, and I literally to test if it was hot, put my no. hand on it. I why? Because I'm an idiot. That's I'm a bad fucking decision making. Child. Because it was a new stove, and I was like, mm, I'm just going to test if it is hot. It was. It was very hot. <laughs> you know that the way to test if something's hot is by lightly touching your tongue to it. You just need to, just a little bit of, like, that's oh. why people test uh, frozen light poles. And it's because your tongue's wet. Because your tongue's it takes wet. All, it counteracts the heat. Counterbalances it. Yeah, you've got the... Like classic ice test, if like a street lamp's frozen, yep, uh, okay, uh, that's frozen. And then you've got the classic stove heat check because everyone, everyone knows that when you turn on the stove, the most important thing to do is check the heat. Why are you so bad at pouring beers? How did what? you see that? You work in a bar. How did you see that? You work in a bar, Michael. I thought that was out of shot. No, hold it up. No. <sighs> Sorry. Jesus Christ. <sighs> uh, How do you again. stay employed? Stupid. <sighs> so what I'm we were gonna... saying, you haven't learnt anything since you were three years old? Is that the topic of conversation at the moment? No, we could talk about that for hours. <laughs> okay. Uh, since we are on the unregulated alt-right haven that is the internet, shall we talk about Alex Jones being kicked off Twitter slash censorship slash social media slash free speech slash truth isn't truth. Let's do it. Now, you wanted to talk Alex Jones last week. Um, why did you want to talk about Alex Jones? The Jones just, because, just because I was having a think about... Uh, so, he was banned by, what, YouTube and... Infowars was initially... So, the way it started was Apple delisted his podcast from the iTunes podcast store, which was great news for us, less competition. Um, <laughs> and then after that happened, uh, Facebook and Google got rid of the InfoWars uh, Facebook page and YouTube channel, respectively. Uh, but Twitter uh, took a stand and said, nope, we're still the place where Nazis can congregate. No. Nah. Nah, see, I have a problem with that. Cause I'm, that being, I'm I, being glib. I'm being glib, sorry. Yeah, so, but that's, so, a, that's a bad time to be glib, to be honest, because that's kind of the issue. You can't, you can't, like, is he, yeah, I mean, part of the issue is is this ridiculous idea that everyone that supports Trump is a Nazi. It's just not true. Yeah, but Nazis only support Trump. So? Okay, good wordplay. It doesn't apply that much here. Yeah. Mm. I'm, so, I'm, I'm saying, look, the debate about Alex Jones happening on Twitter by the nature of happening on Twitter was a discussion of sound bites and retweetables. Yeah. The reality is that Alex Jones's content is abusive. It's followed by people that uh, stirred up by the news articles or the controversies or conspiracies of this fringe kind of... It's not even a media platform. Um, this fringe figure is uh, 
take out uh, their abuse and anger on people, uh, dox their details online, cause them hate. You know, Alex Jones denies that Sandy Hook existed and uh, claimed that all of the children murdered in it were actors and claims that the grieving parents are actors and uh, as a result, they haven't been able to visit their uh, uh, cemeteries where their kids are buried because they get hounded from their house because of the abuse that comes at them stoked up by Alex Jones. So, so his his platform shared this shit and <laughs> in all of the terms and conditions of all of these services that we use are prescriptors against uh, using the platform to incite abuse or being homophobic or being like race baiting or so that's basically the crux just of the being issue. an asshole. That's the and cru- the crux no. of the issue is whether there's an overlap between political belief which is theoretically free speech and the social expectations of, you know, being able to <laughs> not be abused online. So the, I think the crux of the issue is, is it uh, dangerous? Is, is what he's, the ideas that he's promoting, is that dangerous? So if it is, then the other question is, this is why I want to talk about it because I, I'm, I, I'm in two minds about this because I'm all for free speech, but I'm, um, Obviously, you know, you don't, uh, you know, what was that we talked about the other week? Maybe it was with you about the the bakers who refused to uh, bake a cake for a a gay couple, right? So that seems to me to be not not dangerous and it's, you know, the, the free market will kind of take care of itself. Like we shouldn't make it mandatory for bakers to... Uh, you know, have to make uh, cakes for certain couples or whatever. But by, I mean, by it is worth market... pointing out at this point as well that, that that's conflating a couple of related areas, which is that was actually, I believe, a case on religious freedom where it wasn't so much a, an expression that the bakers were making. It was, uh, can the state compel against a, someone's religious beliefs them to... Uh, do something that's against their religion, which right. is related, obviously, but but different. Okay, fine. Uh, I mean, this is this is basically it's all just, interconnected. Yeah, it was interconnected in in this in how I was thinking about all of this stuff. Um, and yeah, my first instinct is to kind of say that that Alex Jones should be able to say whatever he wants, even if it's hateful, even if it's um, defamatory, even if it's uh, maybe not defamatory, but even if it's like uh, racially insensitive or, or whatever, he should be able to say what he wants and we'll just let everyone hate on him uh, to the point where he doesn't it, it, the system will basically take care of him that was my that was my mentality but but then you kind of <sighs> the other side of it is you don't you don't want you don't want to minority groups to be um not necessarily minority groups but but anyone to be kind of uh, really really affected uh, by the shit that he's that he's putting out if he's espousing actually really harmful shit and abusive shit i mean at what point do you draw the line and twitter and facebook and youtube they're private enterprises 
they've become almost bigger than bigger than you know the government in a sense in terms of their network. Well, but, and they're certainly international in the way that one government isn't, you know. Yeah, so they so they're global. Yeah, in a sense that we don't have a global government. Yeah, so that that makes it trickier as well. But do we really want do we really want these private enterprises stepping in and telling people what they can and cannot put up? Is that a slippery slope? But here's the thing. I think you've answered your own question, right? Because I think you're absolutely right with the second preposition of that. Um, that statement um so you say should we uh, i believe that people should have the right to free speech and we let the free market do what it's going to do and hate on them or whatever but here's the thing as you pointed out all those platforms are private um companies right and they they're not a court of law right they're not no. standing out in a park you know, if, if 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 Alex Jones wants to go stand out in a park in a public space and yell, um, you know, Sandy Hook was an inside job or or some you know nutter bullshit, um, then I think he should have every every right to. But if you're saying, oh, the the free market will sort it out, I think you have to include these platforms as the free market. Sure. And again, just because you have the right to say or think that doesn't mean necessarily that you ought to have the platform to stand on or the uh, ability to uh, uh, focus the anger and attention or whatever of, of a sect of people and direct it at others. Um, so it, if you just, are to... Sorry, it just, it just seems dangerous to me, to have a unified body deciding that is private, that but is here's, deciding here's the these kind argument. of moral things. Here's the counter argument: in in uh, if it's a free market, right, and uh, a rational uh, platform, you know, community, quote unquote, like Facebook, is equally enforcing the terms that everyone signs up to when they go onto it. They all tick that box which says, yeah, I'm not going to be an asshole. Yeah, I'm not going to be homophobic. That's already something they've agreed to. If they actually enforce that thing and these people get <laughs> shunted off those platforms, there's absolutely nothing preventing those people from making their own platforms. They can go out and they can make right-wing Twitter in the same way they've made right-wing media. Right, you know, yeah. They've got their own TV stations. They've got um, Fox News if they want to watch it. They've got Breitbart, Breitbart yeah. if they want to read it. <clears throat> there's absolutely nothing stopping this community of people from going off and saying, well, fuck Twitter. It's not letting me say um, all the abuse I want to to women. So we'll start up our own thing. And there's nothing to prevent them from doing that. They, they're not mandated from the government level down. There's not like fascism creeping in at that level to stop them saying or thinking whatever they want. It is an independent platform which has, as we said, global status and billions of users but which is also clearly um, stated its expectation for how people use its platforms. But is that not subjective, though? Is what not subjective? Their terms for uh, for what is no, and what isn't deemed crystal to be... clear. I mean, that, look, is there's always not? going to be debates. It... No, no, there's going to be debates on the substance of an individual tweet. Is me saying, uh, you know, all the Sandy Hook people are actors. Is that in itself as a one-off tweet? 
inflammatory enough to get you kicked off Twitter? Probably not. Have but you looked into that, in the context of an account which um, tweets hundreds of different things or builds and riles up conspiracies and directs its anger at other people, and uh, you start to have a stronger case. The uh, Have you... Have you ever gone down a Sandy Hook YouTube worm, wormhole? Because no. it's pretty weird. I'm it not is pretty surprised. weird. I mean, I I heard because I I maybe about a year ago I went down this kind of thing before I even knew who Alex Jones was, um, and there was a conspiracy kind of YouTube thing, and then one new video leads to another, leads to five hours later, leads to you know my girlfriend yelling at me for not remembering her birthday, but. <laughs> The the parents, the interviews of the parents of that school uh, after the massacre happened were eerily, were just weird. They were really weird. And I, I since learned, I looked up on it and apparently there's, they're like, they're like a super religious, almost culty kind of religious sect that really just truly believes that uh, the souls of children that die young, go to heaven, and they said so they were just genuinely so relieved. Like, yeah. in a way, they were just like, oh, like, they were almost happy. And so that's what the conspiracy kind of comes from. I sp- yeah, it, it must be that extreme sort of uh, exa- example of the strength of religious belief, where yeah. in the face of adversity and true... <laughs> gut punch life altering heartbreak how having a belief that rock solid that your kid who got murdered can live on in a happy place is it would be just about the only thing keeping you attached to reality right yeah how how else do you process it i I mean what what's the correct answer to how how should the parents of a murdered child give an interview, you know? Well, it's, people it's, just have an idea that they're going to be yeah, uh, presented. a certain way. But also the, that the news wants to present you in that way as well. It's not like, sure. oh, I yeah. mean, the, the news the, the news uh, channels, they want they want crying parents. That's, that's, that's ratings. Yeah. So the fact that they didn't get that, you know, is, is weird. But like, yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm, yeah, it is interesting that stuff, like the conspiracy stuff. You know, I'm a sucker for all that shit. Yeah, but uh, I, to return to the the plat the deplatforming of it all. Um, I saw this week that uh, Milo Yiannopoulos. Did you see this? Um, He's coming back. No, he put this big post up on Facebook. Very very long, um, sort of angry screed. Um, basically berating his own fan base for not supporting him enough or coming out to um, his events and, uh, you know, how he was running out of money and and he was impossible to get any business and all this, that and the other, which, you know, he's now also been uh, taken away from Twitter and I think Facebook. Well, no, he made that post on Facebook, so maybe YouTube. I'm not sure where he... He he definitely got kicked off Twitter. Um, But it was an example, I think, of how uh, a platform... Like, uh, are you and I on the same page with Milo? He's he's a kind of offensive provocateur. He's he's an absolute waste of time. 
It's an yeah. absolute waste of time. So um, it, it was an example of uh, how deplatforming uh, someone who's been using uh, social media or um, yeah, using a, a media platform to spread messages of hate. Um, how a removal from that can have, uh, you know, from the perspective of this liberal, a positive effect on the discourse by, um, you know, taking away that foothold he has to throw his abuse at other people. It's quite interesting because, you know, now the only people that he's yelling at are his own (laughs) followers because he can't reach others, (laughs) right? Yeah. So I, I kind of I had this I had this kind of uh, a weird issue today actually, uh, where I was I was following a page called Junkie. Um, do you know them? I do. Yeah. So I was just absolutely just sick of their shit, to be honest. And I just thought they were just posting absolute garbage. It was ridiculously predictable, and it was so uh, it was so it was. It was like disgustingly left leaning to the point where I like I didn't I didn't agree with, you know, how they were going about anything. It just seemed really wrong, and I I was sick of seeing them coming up in my feed, and then I my I thought I'm gonna unfollow them, and then I thought, do I want to unfollow them? Do I really want to not see the other side? Like, am I doing myself a disservice by by unfollowing? And I'm just like. Um, like compounding my echo chamber. That's what I'm doing. Like, is that wrong? Should I? But then I was like, well, what am I going to do? Just like, you know, follow every fucking page that comes. Yeah, across. I mean, I think the answer there is if, is you can find another uh, left leaning news source that isn't as sensationalist as Junkie. Yeah, um, Junkie <laughs> as as cathartic as it can be sometimes when you agree with it is also kind of like literally junk food in the sense that it's kind of empty carbs um but yeah but the, every um, time i agreed with one of their headlines i hated myself <laughs> yeah <laughs> you just feel such regret after digesting yeah, one of i was them. like oh yeah. no- oh god get me some kale i think that's um, a sign to, to leave, but you yeah. know if you if you read something like the washington post or whatever i mean obviously that's a lot more um american focused but if you read the guardian australia or something like that you'll get what is probably still left leaning hmm. perspective but from that of a journalistically I, i'm not trying to denigrate the junkie no, no. journalism but like no, from a should. more mainstream should, news they suck they fucking suck junkies <laughs> suck they're the worst they yeah. are the absolute fucking worst uh you could unfollow them on facebook and follow the guardian which will oh. still get you some uh you know contrary perspectives um in fact it probably get you both sides because i think they also you know still have more right-leaning um, columnist on staff as well. But you yeah. could just upgrade the standard of your news digest. Good idea. What did you find? Um, I found the post. Uh, it's fucking long, so I'm not going to read all over it. But uh, I'll just give you the, the quick headline of Milo's uh, sort of breakdown. 
Uh, over the past three years, I've spent literally millions of dollars trying to do talks, <laughs> speeches, events, rallies, and protests to say nothing of all the stuff I do behind the scenes I can never tell you about. A lot of that money was my own wealth from before it's I even started in journalism. So good. My events almost never happen. It's protests or sabotage from Republican competitors or social media outcries. Every time it costs me tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars. And when I get dumped from conferences, barely anyone makes a sound about it. Not my <laughs> Like fellow conservative media figures, and not even, in many cases, you guys. When was the oh last time gosh. any of you protested in the street at the treatment meted out to me or Pamela Geller or Mike Cernovich or Alex Jones? I have repeatedly put myself in harm's way in service of American values. My annual security bill amounts to hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> just so my husband and I don't get killed for going for sushi. <laughs> Blah, 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 blah. This is Andy Kaufman, man. Yeah, it's perfect. I was a significant factor in Donald Trump getting elected, for which I have received zero credit. I almost single-handedly ignited the current debate about free speech on campus, and no one has ever matched my ability to draw attention to these issues. For my trouble, I have lost everything standing up for the truth in America, spent all my savings, destroyed all my friendships, and ruined my whole life. At some point, you realize it's occasionally better to spend the money on crabs and cocktails. Mm. If anyone has a problem with that, then frankly, they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> All I ever read here is criticism and ingratitude. You guys have no idea what I've sacrificed for you. And you think just because I drown my bottles with a few, I drown my sorrows with a few bottles of wine, you're justified in calling me lazy and self involved. <laughs> but I don't advertise my selflessness because I'm not a victim. <laughs> But for the love of God, show some recognition of what your frontline warriors have accomplished on your behalf, you fucking entitled babies. <laughs> you will keep losing until you support those of us out there on the front lines while you tweet and Facebook from your living rooms. <laughs> Full stop. And he I skip like, like a solid chunk in the middle there as well. He really sounds like a guy hemorrhaging money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes. I, I, oh, that's I, hilarious. That's obviously on Facebook where he's still... Has an account, but he was kicked. I'm off. gonna refollow Milo after that because that was hilarious. <laughs> Sorry, oh god, what have I done? Um, but he he was kicked off Twitter in 2016 because he harassed Leslie Jones, and mm. that was one of the few times le- uh, Twitter seemed to do anything. Um, but yeah, obviously his his as as you say when you're talking about Alex Jones. If you want the free market to let people, you know, state their beliefs and either succeed or not succeed, that seems like a fairly decent uh, example of how taking away these people's ability to cause controversy and throw shit at people just for, you know, attention whoring. Um, it's a it's a good point. It's just I think I think the problem is um, uh, it's just a tough pill to swallow thinking about these mega corporations as private entities yeah. and as, as part of the free market. I think that's the issue because they, they are legally, but they're kind of also dictating they're both, like, they're a lot supranational, of society. Like yeah. And they're, they're, they're puppet masters in the way that, you know, the government are in, yeah. in, in many ways. So I think it's, that's, that's just what is, is the scary thought. And it might just be an irrational kind of fear because you know part of me also thinks that they while they like facebook even facebook and uh youtube and google 
I don't, maybe it's just their P, they've got really really good PR team, but part of me still does think that they 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 get me and that they have my best interests at heart. Like yeah. they're. Like my view, my perception like of them is like quite liberal because they're all like on beanbags and in like yeah. like you know uh, hammocks. Everyone in in Google in my mind is in a hammock. Basically, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I have. Uh, I think that there will be a reckoning coming. I think we're kind of seeing the start of it already, but uh, uh, Silicon Valley, you know, the, the these big companies have kind of operated with. Uh, kind of neoliberal, hands off. Yeah, you know, I, I'm not responsible for people. I'm just a, I'm just a platform. Yeah. I just give a service, and then people yeah. choose how to behave. Yeah. And I think we've kind of getting to the point where it's we're like, too starting bad. to too bad. Yeah, say, well, sorry, you've changed fucking society forever now, yeah. and you need to start <laughs> taking responsibility for it. Yeah, in the same I mean, way that Uber can be like, people can work whatever kind of shifts they want. You know, we've revolutionized the taxi industry. Yeah. And all the taxi drivers and unions are saying, yeah, but now we don't have a stable income and yeah. we're at the whims of this, you know, uh, we have no health insurance or su- support from a company anymore. Mm. It's all this uh, uh, <clears throat> just nebulous upending of society for yeah. the financial benefit of these big Silicon Valley companies. And yeah. now finally society and particularly the governments in the countries where these businesses are operating are turning around and saying, hey, if you're going to come in and, you know, upend the tea table, you're going to have to start like cleaning up the messes you make as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting, is it interesting? We are at, and it's such an interesting time in our evolution as a species because it's you just we just at that like little bottom curve bit where it's about to get exponential, and where we've got these like all these teething problems where we've just had the internet in our lifetime. The internet was basically born in your yours and my lifetime, yeah. Which is basically the biggest leap that we've ever made, yeah. As a as a species. And we've got these teething problems that like are big things now. But if you if you can try and use your imagination to get above it all and think about you get gain a little perspective, yeah. it's kind of adorable because we're just like this, you know, this adolescent species that's yeah. like we've got a lot of angst now and we've got you know you know these even even we're like stuff trying like, to walk we keep like tripping up and like yeah, falling yeah. flat on our face and yeah 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 totally like it's 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 kind of yeah it i do actually think of it as like a little bit adorable and even with even with stuff like and not to trivialize it but like the me too movement and sexual harassment and stuff it's all part of it it's all kind of like man like we are really like kind of sorting our shit out now i think as a species because we because we've gotten so global so yeah. quickly and we're going to get there we totally we're totally going to get there but yeah. we're just at that time where it's like oh, like it, we we don't know what's what and it's like yeah it's kind of a fun time if you think yeah. about it when you flame it that way it's kind of exciting to be still at the forefront where this thing isn't settled where it's still in motion yeah um one sort of last counterpoint to just like put a cap on this whole platform discussion thing 
Um, the, you know, we've talked now a couple of times about how Facebook and everything are basically bigger than governments. They're multinational. They're everywhere. They've got more people than just about everywhere, but China, probably even more people than China now that I think about it. Um, but it, it, when, when, if you are approaching them with this kind of indecision about should we be asking them to regulate behavior, then I think it's kind of instructive to think, well, does our national government regulate that kind of behavior in public spaces in the real world? You know, can I go into the middle of a park and, um, you know, hurl abuse at someone walking down the street or, you know, strip off and, you know, wave a, a big angry placard at someone's face or punch them or um, get their phone number and share it to everyone. Well, no, I mean, that, that the, the that, police has, you know, we have laws and the police protect <laughs> against certain behaviours in public spaces. Sure, but and they, if, they don't necessarily match up, though. as governments as well. Well, if, but if they I match up, that's... I mean, punching someone in the face is different to writing, you know, slander. But I, I think that's one of the subtle differences or subtle misapprehensions about the digital world versus the real world, which is that the effects for digital abuse can be just as significant as real world abuse. And I don't think we're quite up to date yet in the way we treat that in the real world. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I, I hear you. I know that I know that it's not literally true that someone throwing a rock at your head is uh, identical to someone hurling abuse at you online. But if, as you say, we're on the precipice of this becoming exponentially more and more a part of our identity and our lives and our culture, then at a certain point, there are certainly going to be things which are of equal emotional react like reality to people. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> that was a pretty solid discussion. Yeah, and we actually that. kind of tied it up a little bit, maybe. There you go. When we Yeah, when we're punching the clock, I think that's our best stuff. Yeah. Um now, uh before we disappear and everything, I, I had one quick thought based on your discussions from last week. You said you haven't really had an opportunity to show off your George Clooney impression for a while. Um, so so we're going to pigeonhole that for the hundredth because I'm going to get that proper. But in lieu of that, I've got something else. Well, thank you for cutting off my own segment with your own segment. Uh, because what I was going to say was, <laughs> let's hold off on that George Clooney one until the 100th. Uh, what I'd like to do now is a little bit of George, 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 George Clooney, George, George, George Clooney news. Watch, Watch out for, for that, that tree. tree. Yeah, Brilliant. it's really hard to do That's on the Skype, but I'll make that sound right in the post. Um, yeah. It has been a while, but if you have yet to experience the delights that are George Clooney news, here's how to play along at home. You go to Google, you type in George Clooney, you click on. I'm going to do it now. Are you going to do it? Okay. I'm going to do it right yeah. now. Michael's going to do it. You type George Clooney into Google, you click on the news tab. And then you click on the first link in the George Clooney news. And we just, we catch up with what our buds Clunes is up to. You know, sometimes it's hard to be a billionaire and like a super handsome white straight actor. He's not allegedly. white, he's tanned, he's tanned. 
super cool, tan, old, single <coughs> George. He's very. He's not no? single. Yeah, he's, he's single a, he's... on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him all that. Don't tell him all. Uh, it's such a. Of course, he married a mole. <laughs> I don't know what that means. She's a human rights lawyer. Oh, like, you mean just like the high standards? Yeah, it's just like shut up. Just marry a. <laughs> just marry, marry another like bimbo, a mate. Super metal, yeah. Marry Gwyneth. She's up for grabs. Ooh, frosty. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you've got some. Is that? It's all about how you much were he looking. Earns. Aren't you doing it? I thought you were doing it. No, I've you, got it. You said you were looking up. I thought we were doing that together. Uh. Okay. Okay. So George Clooney makes £21,000 per hour. Jeez. All right. So this okay. is from our friends at Bazaar. Oh, Harper Bazaar. Harper's, Here we go. Harper's Bazaar. <clears throat> so the article states, he has good looks, charm, and the ever-impressive Amal as his wife. But... Now George Clooney can boast earnings of $27,000, approximately £21,000 every hour, and it's all down to tequila. Oh, he's oh. got his own tequila company. Have you he's heard about that? He's, he's, why are all these celebrities getting into the uh, the booze biz? Because uh, it's fucking a cash is, cow. Ryan Reynolds uh, yeah, is just all about gin. gin. Yeah, Dude, we sell it at our work. Is it it's okay? amazing. I haven't tried it. It's a great gin. It's a great gin. Oh, I'd love to have some gin. After Forbes released their 2018 list of highest paid celebrities in which Clooney topped the actor category, earning between $239 million from June 2017 to 2018. He earned $239 million in a How? year. How? He wasn't he even, even in do any anything. fucking movies. It was in Tomorrowland. That was... It transpires that the bump in his income... <laughs> Where? Go on. That was years ago. That was last year. Yeah, what's he been in since? I don't th- he wasn't in a movie last year, was he? It's all going... He's got to buy a share of tequila, think this... mate. I, if you're... Sorry. Hold on. Like, what the fuck are you doing? If if George Clooney is in the actor category, then you should only count his acting money. You can't count his tequila business. Yeah, but he's an entrepreneur now, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, but see, that's the thing. Once you have money, then you can just keep making money. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly right. I mean, yeah, Monopoly taught me nothing, which it didn't. It's <laughs> there's, so many, there's so many negatives in that real... sentence. I can't it's... even work out what that actually says. If Monopoly taught me nothing, which it didn't. (laughs) (laughs) It's that never chills the wheelbarrow. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so basically, George Clooney news this week is that George Clooney's rich, okay? (laughs) He's he's got a tequila guy, and he made hundreds of millions of dollars. Well done, George. Well done. Yeah, well-deserved. (laughs) <laughs> hard earned yeah just some hard earned tequila money oh if you've enjoyed this kind of shit well I have some good news next week's gonna be pretty special next episode week. 100 oh is this uh, 99 this is 99 99 remember oh, at the start shit. of the, 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 the oh, I did not 99. even click that okay. Terry Cruz um, 
the podcast is all thanks to and for you, the listener. So please jump on facebook.com slash deepfort, twitter.com slash deepfort, and send your episode 100 mailbag questions, comments, and uh, just emojis to deepfort at gmail.com. And we will make an absolute sure thing effort to try and remember to look at them. It's a- um, now, you had what I am taking to be some kind of impression. I Okay, well, I have a, sci- a, a, a mega science news that I'm going to pigeonhole for next week. Whoa, we are not going to get anything done. And I have... Oh, I have... No, it's not an impression, it's just a character. A new okay. character that came out this week. Okay. To, to end the show. Cool. Okay, so character is this porn star that's just received some very tragic news. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to say goodnight to you now, Nick, because okay. this um, is going to definitely end the show. Good night, Michael. Good night, Nick. All right, so porn star who's just learned some very tragic news. Oh, my God. It, Pretty good. Is it? Pretty good. Sorry, is it a woman? Yeah. Thanks. Okay. I, I mean, it's a bit of a hard, a bit of a hard sell for me. Uh, <laughs> pun not intended, but uh, might... <laughs> it, it just, I just don't have the frame of reference. Is that it's what just... female porn oh, stars right. do? They're just like, oh my god. <laughs> is that what they do? I mean, it's kind of. It, it... Don't break. You don't want to break down well, the, I just, I, the character sorry, I just, in front of the audience. Like, I just, well, I just want to make sure that I get it. That's all. I, like, I want, I want, I want to be there for you. You know, I want to support you as a friend. Yeah. Well, you look. Yeah, that's what they do. It's, they're, they're, look, it we're okay, taking away all the magic. Look, look, I'll edit this out. I won't leave this in. But can you no, just leave it in? Leave but, it. I, in. No, leave I won't, I'll in. take this bit out. But can you just? Can you give me an example of what a normal porn star sounds like? And then, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, why yeah. are they so sad still? I don't know. Because they're in porn. Just just make a, just make like a normal porn woman sound. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Your face oh, is just so unhappy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What kind of porn are you watching? Because they look well, sad. Okay. Yeah, well, and I'm watching so, sad porn. Okay, and then can yeah. you give me like just give me a clean take of someone receiving bad news? So I want to hear both ends of the spectrum, right? Okay. So I've got that I've got that theoretically happy porn okay. star unclear. Oh, that's good. That's now good. I want to hear like just normal person getting some bad news. Okay, over the phone. Okay, okay. Oh no! Okay, that's that's actually very good. Yeah. Um, okay, so I've got. I, I think I got a mental frame of reference now. Okay, so give me. Just combine them. Just, just yeah, combine just combine them again. Let's give it. Get me back to the the, the basics here. <laughs> Wait, no, that's crying. This is crying. That's crying. Okay, sorry. Get back into the zone. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, if you watch porn, if you watch more woman porn, it makes sense. 